Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are now listening to TDL on silverandblackpride.com. Adi, uh, we are back. It is Take Don't Lie, your favorite Raiders podcast, your favorite Raiders channel, right? We are back for this week. We got the instant reaction to another loss for the Raiders. That is two in a row. Another, you know, bad performance by the offense overall. And, you know, the defense, you know, they they may stand more stops than they usually do, but they had some, some leaks here and there. So, Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, 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 subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you go to silverblackpride.com and download uh, on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you check out my man Matt Holder's uh, show as well. What is it? Is it Holder's Handfuls, right? Holder's Handfuls. Blue's Handful. Yeah, Holder's Handful. Very very witty. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? I'll be honest. It took me about five seconds. I'm like, I'm a good alliteration guy. I'm just going to go with that. Okay, yeah, I, I like it, man. I like that name. So, so, so make sure you uh, you check him out too, and check out our show. So, you know, it's a loss, man. I don't know how you feel, man. Um, it's pretty ugly performance. Uh, you know, yeah. the, def- the defense bounced back in the second half, but they looked really they they looked like yeah. they were overmatched in the first half too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, just, I feel, feel like someone just beat me down right now. Like, I know. <laughs> like, like right now, like I felt like it, and it felt like that was the same vibe in the stadium too. Even not even being there, like it just felt. Like the whole team, the whole atmosphere, everything was flat. Um, you know, as far as like all the stuff that happened about John Gruden, all that, all that news. Yeah. I don't know how, how if that played a factor, but I feel like it kind of be negligent to just say that it didn't. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. just kind of brought the whole mood down for the week, and then it seemed to carry over the game. And I mean, like you said, man, like offensively, like defensively, I don't think they played that bad. I mean, they gave up what two touchdowns in that second quarter. That was rough. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, they did make some adjustments against the run and whatnot, mm-hmm. but. I, I think I tweeted it out. Like it felt like every zone run, the, the bears ran, they were getting five piece. Easy. Yeah. And it was all on cutback lanes, cutback lane, cutback mm-hmm. lane after cutback lane. Like BD tweeted out like defensive tackles getting washed. It also probably tells me again, hard to tell from the broadcast tape, but yeah. it probably tells them too, that there are a couple linebackers not staying in their gaps and whatnot. So. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. So yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the inside zone runs, man, and uh, killing them. They're getting killed by inside zone and, you know, Khalil Herbert, I mean, that's what he did in Virginia. But he basically yeah. did what he did in Virginia, bro. You know, I'm uh, sorry, Virginia yeah. Tech. Um, yeah. You know, he, he looked basically the same and he was a very like zone specialist there. And he looked, he looked really good. Yeah. He looked like he, he looked on tape. It, uh, I yeah. really liked him coming out. I was really, that was somebody I wanted the Raiders to get. He looked fresh, so looked really good. Yeah, he was just putting his shoulders down and getting getting lower and whatnot, and just submarining for like five six yards after contact and whatnot. Yeah, he had a hell of a game. He had a yeah. hell of a debut. I mean, if you're the Bears, like you got to feel pretty good about not having David Montgomery and if, if you've got that guy. And I mean, David Williams and look at the stats too. He averaged four yards carry. I mean, yeah, I guess against against the Raiders defense, it's not that much to Ray Harrell about seeing as it's been so bad, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, they, if you're the bears, you feel good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you feel good. I mean, and they put out a good defensive performance. Uh, you know, the offense, I think early on, I think they, they, they played better than they usually do 
starting off the game. I mean, it's uh, after that, you know, fourth and one that they didn't get. I mean, they're averaging 6.5 yeah. yards per play at that point. So they're moving the football early. It's just, you know, they had the, the fourth and one. I mean, John Gruden is terrible in short yardage. I, I've never felt nervous when it's three and third and one ever, like it, with another team. And I, I feel nervous at this point. I was like, oh, no, it's third and one. Like, I shouldn't think that way. You know what I mean? But I, I, I'm yeah. starting to think that way at this point. Like, if it's it's short and... I mean, unless they're doing QB sneaks, it's the only feel like it's the only thing they get first downs with. So it's it's kind yeah, of that, dangerous. Yeah, go ahead, man. I was just gonna say I don't think they're gonna be doing any more QB sneaks. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Duh. oh my god, I was I was worried for a little bit. Like <laughs> that was not looking good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a like, uh, like it's crazy, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's you know the the way this offense is built. You know, um, I mean, it's built around Darren Waller. It's built around Hunter Renfro. And I feel like they're getting away from that. And I feel like that's kind of yeah. what's frustrating me about just watching Derek Carr on tape too. Is you know, I, I feel like they're they're trying to force it deep too much. And I mean, I mean, you could tell. I mean, every third down, I mean, just ch- he's chucking it downfield. And yeah, you know, saying that there's there's situations where you know he's trying to beat it before safety can get there like with the Zay Jones play he's trying to be perfect and he's throwing off his back foot you know you I feel like that he's just got to play quarterback a little better like he's got to yeah play actual the position and started trying to like I don't I don't know what they're trying to do I don't know like it's a mindset yeah. that he's trying to push but you know like on the last play and you know I want to see on all 22 on the last play I mean you know Darren Waller is so good on those shallow drags, right? Those shallow drags, he like creates separation. And he had him on that last play. Instead, he stepped up and tried to chuck it deep to Edwards. So it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's that mentality that he's, he's playing with. It's just not sustainable. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, people think he throws deep that much, but it's like five to four, you know, it's time. It, they're time shots, unless he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's everything's time. That's what people get the, I think people have the deep shot, like mindset, you know, you know, a lot of Raiders fans, they think you just chuck deep all the time and you'll, you'll win games, but that's not how it works. Got to be timed. It's got to be perfect. And it's got to be at the right shots. And the Raiders are just chucking it deep right now and it's not efficient. So they're not moving football and they're scoring nine and 14 points. Cause they're one, they're not playing. They're not playing man defenses anymore. They're playing zone defenses. This last two games, they got another zone defense coming and playing zone and throwing deep against zone is not the same. So. Yeah. I mean, two things to build off of what you were talking about. The, as far as like the short yardage, like I'd almost rather see them just line up in like a spread formation, like like ten personnel or eleven personnel with Waller out there, like split out wide, basically like another wide receiver. Like, yeah, when like you're talking about how they're built, like we've we we fully acknowledge that they have offensive line issues at this point. Like, I don't understand why when you need a yard, like you kind of still have to go to the perimeter. Like, it's, I I feel like that's got to be the biggest change in the short yardage situation that Gruden's got to make is instead of trying to keep you know doing it the conventional way and beating your head against the wall, just try and do it a little bit more creative, try and spread it out a little bit. You see college's offenses work, work, figure it out and whatnot, but yeah. And then, I mean, as far as like Derek go, I felt like today and probably a little bit last game. And I think kind of like similar to what you were talking about um, earlier too, is like, uh, I feel like he's almost getting a little bit like too cute with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's trying to like place the ball and try to drop it into the bucket. Like, I feel like that was what what happened with on the Edwards play and like the one uh, on his pick too. Like, he keeps trying to hit those like little uh, rainbow drops or whatnot that drop right in on those drag routes. And yeah. He just like you saw today, like obviously safety read it, knew it was coming on that one and then mm-hmm. ends up, you know, getting too fine with it and ends up throw, overthrowing, uh, throwing uh, Edwards. And I felt like there are a couple other ones that today yeah. specifically that he had. And I think if I look back, I can't remember specifically last game, but it felt like the same thing where it was like, he's trying to like 
He's trying too hard to place it a little bit too. Like, <laughs> he's trying, like just throw he's it. Trying to, he's just trying to make it. highlights, bro. That's what you're saying. Yeah. He's trying to make these highlights, these highlight beautiful bread basket throws. And it's just like, just throw it to these guys, man. I, you know, a lot of these guys have pretty good catch points, especially Waller. Like if you're, if you're going to do anything with Waller, I mean, you, you'd rather underthrow him than try to have the perfect placement throws. I mean, he, he did have Waller on. Underthrows Moreau and gets a DPI. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and a so cheap one too. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's happened the, the week before with rugs, you know? Like, it doesn't always have to be the most perfect pass on deep balls. You know, a 50 50 ball is not always a bad thing. Um, but, you know, overthrowing guys is worse to me. I always, always felt yeah. like if you're, if you're throwing a deep ball and you're overthrowing people, I always feel like that's worse than an underthrow because an underthrow, at least the guy can like come back to the football and make a play. You know what I mean? And make a play for you if he's good. And they got some guys that I mean, like rugs too. If you just throw it deep to rugs and you underthrow it. I mean, he, there's a good chance he might come down with that. So I don't know. It's, yeah. I, you know, this is, you know, the last couple of years, the way they, they, they played offense. I really feel like how the defense is playing. If they played offense, like they did the last couple of years with the, uh, you know, take shots when you need to and you know, move the football and, you know, get a lot of first downs and, you know, you know, you know, play control, you know what I mean? But with the same passing offense, because they can do that. I think that they could, uh, they could change and, you know, be a little different. I mean, the Steelers game, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't know. It's offense is frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it is. Like, and to your point, like what you're talking about, I had a, one of my offensive coordinators, one of my many offensive coordinators in college, he always yeah. just had the saying of like, you miss a hundred percent of the shot, of the throws you, you overthrow, which I mean, you take it at face value, like obviously no shit, like right, whatnot. But like his point was like, every time you overthrow it, you're never going to have a chance, but if you underthrow it a little bit or like take a little bit off of it and not try and muscle it down there, like, like we're talking about, you get a chance for a DPI, you get a chance for someone to go up and make a 50, 50 ball. So yeah, I mean, to your point on that, definitely uh, hear what you're saying, but I will say, I will say Derek Carr definitely played the, or fell victim to a couple bad drops, including some from like, I mean, (sighs) was this the worst game Darren Waller's played since like he's come back as a Raider? Like, yeah, yeah. like he had two drops today. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think something like that. And yeah. then, I mean, he just wasn't getting targeted that much until the end of the game. So we've got to think probably struggling to get open a little bit too. Again, the all 22 will show that. But. Exactly. But that kind of goes back to my, my deep passing thing because, you yeah. know, he's not a deep guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, he can win deep, but you know, that's what I'm saying. Like the, last year when he was really cooking and he had a hundred catches, they, they were throwing everything underneath to him. He's running, he's running a lot of choice routes. He's running in and out routes. He's you know, he's saying he's running the shallow drags. He's not really getting, sent deep like he is getting right now so it's kind of taking him out of the offense and you know i've been watching tape i mean i could tell he's kind of frustrated that he's getting taken yeah. out of this offense a little bit because we're throwing deep so much and he's not he's like you know he's running a choice around he's like derek you usually throw it to me right here and then derek's throwing it down the field to brian edwards so yeah. he's getting a little frustrated and um and that might be affecting him too you know uh i mean it yeah, might so be everything that's going on Go ahead. i was just gonna say i'm curious from what you've seen too uh is it more like our team's taking him away, even on the short routes, or is it just like he's open and he's just not getting thrown? thrown he's at? just they're just not throwing. They're not throwing short. Just not throwing to him. Uh-uh. Gotcha. So just yeah, shot after shot. Yeah, because there's, there's so many different, you know, in uh, John Green's offense when they run choice routes, there's always deep options in them. Mm-hmm. Cars just taking them instead of just. <laughs> but last year he would just throw the baller and they would just get first down after first down, and I think that's a yeah. better fit for how they, how you know this defense is playing. Because last year they did that. I mean, it'd be different if they're that the defense they had last year and they're trying to do all this. I, I feel a little better about it, but your, your defense is like getting some stops, like just have some good drives. That's all, you know, yeah. have some good 11 play drive. You don't have to have a 40 play driver, a four play drive every time, you know? 
Yeah, that is true. Like, I do feel like, like, I don't have the totals in front of me, but I bet if we went through and like counted the three and outs on these last two games versus the the first three, like it'd be a big difference. And like that exactly what you're talking about. And like we were talking about at the beginning, like thought the defense played well, you take away the second quarter, they don't even allow a touchdown. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's frustrating. Like I said, it feels like I kicked in the gut, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and then uh, I want to talk about uh, Meek Robertson, man. I thought he had a really good game. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, he, you, you saw his limitations too. But you know, not yeah. every receiver is like six four. Like I mean, like you know, Jamar Chase is balling. He's on six one. So, uh, you, Amik Robinson, he showed a lot of toughness and showed that he could play yeah. coverage. He could play outside. He looked, he looked pretty damn good. That's why I was kind of yeah. mad in that third and twelve that they didn't challenge the wide receivers. I thought they should have came up, and and they played that super soft zone. And of course, they did a split it right in the middle. Did a quick comeback. It's like easy. And that was a big for I was a yeah. big play in the game. And I wanted them to come play, you know, tight man to man, make Justin Reeds read the field and throw a, a accurate throw, you know. But uh they yeah, I felt like easy. with a meek, I felt like with a meek, it was kind of like for me, it was kind of like I got like flashbacks into Carl Joseph where it was like I feel like he was there most of the time. He got beat on that one PI to Allen Robinson. He bit on the bit on the uh, the curl on the setter and go. Yeah. But like, yeah, like when he was getting beat, it was like, all right, he's just they're just putting a t- they're just finding ways to get him matched up on a tight end and i mean he's just getting outbodied where it was like yeah. you know, the same thing with carl where it was like carl's doing everything right but he's just five eight trying to cover a dude that's six five and it's yeah. just you know we talked about it last week with him being able to shut down mike williams and whatnot on the outside but it seems like the tight ends the guys that are a little bit more physical throughout the route versus just going up at the catch point he's has a little bit more trouble with because he did have a nice play i think uh I think it was on Robinson actually where he like was at the catch point and whatnot. But yeah, it mm-hmm. seems like those guys that are more physical, a little bit bigger bodied are just kind of bullying him around. But yeah, I, I shared your opinion, but I also kind of like, like I said, part of me is like at the end of the day, if, if you're not big enough, like there's, it's also discouraging because you're not going to get any bit bigger. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you know, at the same time, it, it might be, he might be able to play in the slot, but the, the movement skills. Yeah, shown. for sure. So yeah, he, he might be a factor because you know Nate Hobbs. Um, I mean they, they attacked him a little bit, but which makes you a little yeah. bit uh, kind of worried because I mean this wasn't a passing offense, and when they did pass, they kind of attacked his areas, and you know he, he was able to. He didn't have the the best game in coverage uh, this week, so um, we'll yeah, see about like him. Casey Hayward. Yeah. I feel like Casey Hayward kind of got the numb the awesome treatment a little bit there. I feel like they threw at him like once, and then like all of a sudden he just disappeared, and it was Hobbs. It was like Hobbs and a. And Robertson. Robertson all day, probably Robertson a little bit more, which I mean makes sense when you got a fourth string corner or the fourth guy on the depth chart from a week ago, fifth guy on the depth chart if you include yeah. Hobbs in that. Yeah, gonna throw at him, but yeah, yeah, it, but you know, it was it was still a bright spot, and you're right. I mean, he, he is too short, but you know, it you, you could tell that I mean, he can he could at least be a solid NFL corner, yeah, just, just for sure. Me. He showed a lot of promise, yeah, for sure. For that for being sure. his first NFL start, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, any other thoughts? I mean, the offensive line, I mean. It's like I said, it's always really hard to tell on broadcast offensive line. I always feel like I watch offensive line on broadcast and then I go back to all 22 and I feel totally different. So, um, yeah. For, so any like uh, key thoughts, additional thoughts, like or not key thoughts? Um, yeah. I mean, I think you tweeted out Brandon Parker's about the same as Alex Leatherwood right now. <laughs> I mean, like, granted, Cleo Mack's a tough draw. Cleo Mack's going to be beat just about anybody. Like, Cleo Mack would have beat, you know. Clint Mack probably would have beat Trent Brown if he was Trent Brown was out there, which yeah. Trent Brown's not playing anyway. So it's I, it's funny. I was thinking about during the game. I'm like, what could the Raiders have done diff, done differently at, at right tackle? And I'm like, I have to feel like I have to catch cut them a little bit of a break because I mean, if they drafted Tevin Jenkins, was the guy that I want. He's not playing this year anyway. 
And I mean, they had to get rid of Trent Brown. So I'm kind of sitting there like, what are they, what else are they going to do? But then again, it's also frustrating to watch them struggle at offensive line. And I mean, Brandon Parker wasn't going to get done. I will say too the, the one sack that Leatherwood might've given up, mm. I'm going to hundred percent still going to put that on Brandon Parker because that was an absolute, that was an ET son. So Khalil Max going first. Yeah. So Parker didn't see it first. And then Parker left him way out to dry. Literally, like, could not have passed off Khalil Mack any faster. So that just picked uh, Leatherwood. And then, yeah, Mack goes running, gets the sack. And then later, I noticed they ran a TE. So the, the tackle's going first. So yeah. Leatherwood would be able to see that one. And they picked it up perfectly fine. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's just not helping out your brother there, Brian Parker, right? So, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, I but it was I'm... more of the same in the run. I was just going to say it was more of the same in the run game. I mean, Leatherwood, I think I pointed it out, got blown up about five yards backwards uh, and whatnot. I mean, they like we talked about before, got stuffed on third, on fourth and one. Any sort of short yardage right now, like I'm fearful because it's either they're not getting it or Derek Carr is going to like be on the ground for like 10 minutes and whatnot. And when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Worry about if he's even gonna walk again for a second. <laughs> oh man, uh, and, and it's 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 pretty worrisome. I mean, the run game—they're just so predictable, bro. Like you know, I'm calling out the run game. I mean, yeah. half the people are they get into 22 personnel on the fourth and one, and everybody's together. I'll go back there. I wonder what they're gonna do. Like, and everybody <laughs> just crashes, and it happens every single time. You know, he's got he's got to figure that out. I mean, he's got to try to. I don't know. He need to get. He need to get in the lab. The run game is just predictable. I mean, that's why they struggle to run the ball in the first place. Is because just the predictability of it. Like you know, I watched the Lions play the Bears. You know, try I get ready for my preview and, and just watch the, the stuff that Anthony Lynn does. You know, in the run game and to to create matchups and you know because nobody's able to run the football on the Bears like all year except the Lions. Right. And but they, he was able to create matchups. And create things, you know, because he's creative with the run game. I mean, he's not creative with the pass, which is more important. I mean, he'd be great in the nineties, but uh, you know, like right now, but like you know, but yeah. but that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you want to be a running football team, you got to be creative. Like every time Foster Moreau is on the line, like oh my god, I'm, I'm sure they're about to run split zone. Yeah. I, I wonder yeah. what they're gonna do. You know, like like mix it up. Like I don't know. Like put, put somebody else there, or put like Alec Ingold there, and and then you know, I don't know. You got to mix it up. You got to. Like, like I, I can't be like, I see, okay, Fossum Rose there. Um, yeah, it's a tell. Yeah. Yeah, just it's like the absolute tell. Uh, the first pl- uh, the first pass play of the game to Brian Edwards, to Hunter Renfro that they missed, um, he, th- that was a play they ran against the Dolphins, and Brian Edwards is in the backfield, too. I mean, yeah, it's not going to work the second time you do it, man. These guys watch tape. I don't, I, I, yeah. It's week five. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, the one thing that stood out to me too, kind of what you're talking about was, and obviously not as in depth as what you just went into, but there was like a, after Carr got hurt on the quarterback sneak, Peterman's in the game, Carr comes running onto the field and Gruden goes hold, and it was like a fourth and one, right? So and Gruden goes, hold, pulls him back off the field and sends Peterman back out there. It's like, gee, John Gruden, I wonder what you're doing right now. Your quarterback just got hurt on a quarterback sneak and you have another fourth and one and you've just put in your, your starter, tried to go back in, you've yanked them off the field real quick. I wonder what the hell the play call is going to be. I mean, they ended up getting it with Peterman on the sneak, but 
to your point of the originality, like people are just picking up on it. Like, I mean, like you said, anytime Foster Moreau's in the game, like I, the defenses are attacking Foster Moreau right now. Like I was, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's playing terrible. He's, he's awful. Like, like not even as just a receiver, like, like it was, I think it was last game too. Like he gave up the, I know it was against the dolphins, I believe where he gave up like that fourth, that fourth and one just got blown up. There was another play today. He got blown up, gave up a sack today. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, Foster Moreau, who a lot of people like I, including me thought was going to be a key piece of this office going to be, going to be, you know, the number two behind Darren uh, Waller to make the best tight end duo in the NFL has been absolutely awful. Because so, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember my thoughts on him coming out of college because I remember I went to Senior Bowl and he had a really good week. But, uh, you know, I don't remember anything ever mentioning his blocking, you know, because he had a really good week as a wide receiver. Like he was able to move. He was killing people. He was killing linebackers all day out there at, at the Senior Bowl. And I don't remember anybody ever talking about his blocking. So I, I think that he's just more of a – a split out tight end. I mean, that's probably what he see, is. Yeah, see, I think that's kind of the opposite though. Cause like when he was coming out of LSU, like he was a blocking tight end at LSU. Like okay. he, like if you go back and look, look at his college stat, like even just look at his college stats, he didn't even have a single touchdown in college. Like okay. he like didn't get targeted at all in college. Like he didn't, he didn't get thrown at. So he was like, he's supposed to be in there for his blocking. He was a blocking tight end in college and he's been like a decent blocker and whatnot in the past for them so ah, yeah that's true I, I wonder i wonder what's wrong with him yeah. yesterday then. that's something that's something weird yeah i don't know what it is yeah, yeah. and you would have think like last year would have been his down year right coming off the big injury and we're yelling at jason Witten. yeah jason Witten. hit him back hit him back Be like jason you got the hair plugs in still or what you we need you <laughs> or i mean or play nick what is nick maybe nick barris i mean he, he was active and didn't even play today I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts getting some reps. Like, it's been that bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd imagine, like, this week he probably still, like, this was probably, like, his first time taking, like, reps with the starters if he took any. But I would imagine this week if I'm John Gruden on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever they start practice, and be like, hey, uh, Hunter, you and Nick are going to switch for – or Foster, you and Nick are going to switch uh, switch out for a few on these ones. So, yeah, yeah. I mean – him and uh, I mean, the other guy to think about too at tight end if things get real bad is uh, Matt Bushman, the guy, the BYU guy, twenty-five year old rookie, mm-hmm. undrafted free agent. So he's, he, I think he's more of a receiver too. But yeah, I think Bowers, right now, if I mean Moreau's not going to give you much as a as a receiver, and they're not going to use him in the red zone. I think Bowers being a blocking tight end might be a better option because, like you said, yeah. Boston Moreau's not getting it done. And at least at some point, this would change it up and change up the looks for for and whatnot and change with the personnel exactly I, they just they just got to get more they, they got to get more creative in the run game um and I, and i think they got to get back to what they are good at on offense which is just moving the football just move the football yeah. that's all you guys got to do like you know that's what the, the the second to last drive the drive pissed me off because they're taking they're taking too long but that's how they need to play they need to play that ball control type of let's let's move the football let's play you know, John Gruden football, like you're, you're over here trying to, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't, I don't know if they're trying to be Daryl LaMonica or something, but you know, yeah. Trying to I wonder it. if part of it too is like they were trying to break tendencies early in the year and now they need to go back to it kind of deal, like kind of trying to find that balance of like when you make the adjustments, like that's the, that's the hardest part about being the coach in the NFL is understanding is trying to be ahead of the curve of like when teams start to figure you out, which obviously John Gruden hasn't been able to do. And the only yeah. guy that's really, been able to maintain that as Belichick for whatever reason he's able to work his wizardry to never give you the same look so mm-hmm. I mean yeah I, I think you, you're you're kind of hitting the nail on the head right now and especially 
concerning considering, you know, normally the Raiders offensive collapse or offensive lows happen in November, December. And here we are October and we're sitting here like they can have teams already caught up to John Gruden and figure them out. Yeah. And to be, because to be honest, it's not the same offense, man. I mean, this is a totally different offense that they're running. And, you know, I don't yeah. think people understand that this is not the same offense. So it's just, it's not the same offense. They're getting they're in a spot, you know, where they start playing zone defense that want to stop the deep ball. Like, yeah, you're playing cover zero guys. They're just blitzing you. You could just kill them over the top of Brian Edwards. But now, yeah. but now you got zone and you got to read. There's, you know, there's just more things that, you know, Derek Carr's going to hold the ball a little bit longer. And, you know, it's, it's, you just, I don't know. It's just not sustainable. And I was, you know, everybody was happy to throw in the ball eight times a game. And I was like, man. Oh, they keep doing this. Yeah. This is, this is it, it's like, it's like Steph Curry. Like sometimes he's, he, yeah, he'll make 12 threes a game. Right. And you, you'll have those games where you're shooting 12 threes, but then he'll go three games in a row. He'll, he might go two for 10 from three. And, you know, I, I feel like a yeah. deep pass is the same way, you know, like sometimes my homes, I can hit him, yeah. but sometimes my homes get hit, go six for six. And then you're going to be like, Oh my God. And, you know, yeah. And I mean, yeah. like you're talking about too, like we have an offensive line issues, getting the ball out faster will help with that. You know? Yeah. Bro. So, so, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, I was definitely in the camp of wanting them to throw it deep a little bit more, but it definitely seems like now we've got to turn back the other, now we've got to go the other way. We've got to hit, hood it in reverse and, uh, and, and dial it back again. So yeah, just don't be excessive as, with it. Bro. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, as, uh, as we like to do as fans, we're going to hit, we're going to hit the other one. Never going to be too happy. Right. <laughs> I'm never going to never do anything. Never right? going to be, never going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, any other thoughts, man, before we get out of here? Um, um, like I said, I mean, sucks to lose, hate to lose and whatnot. Sucks to lose at home again, too. But at the end of the day, the Raiders still have a chance to make the playoffs, play a good team, play a good defense, play a good quarterback with that Scott Young and promising. So, yeah, not the end of the world, but yeah, it's, gotta, it's not, gotta get a W next week. Next week's a must win now. Yeah, they, they gotta adjust, man. And they're playing the same man match defense that they, that's been giving them crap for the past two weeks. So they better figure it out because they got the same yeah. defense coming into town. And you know, they've been playing these, you know, cover seven man match, you know, cover three man match type of defenses, and yeah. they've been struggling. So yeah. And I mean, they're gonna face it at least. After next week, they're going to face it at least two more times, right? With the Chargers and the and the Broncos coming up, and exactly. I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know other people's coaching trees, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's another Fangio disciple out there on their schedule. So yeah, man, he ain't facing no more man to man defenses that you can just pick apart. So they got to work it out. Sure. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so you know, thanks right. everybody for listening. Uh, you know, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Uh, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at the Mark John. NFL. Go ahead, say Matt, because I can't. I can't remember it right now, bro. <laughs> At M Holder ninety five. It's all yes, good. That's, that's why I, I, I always can't. I can't. I can't remember if there's a uh, there's a um, underscore in it. Underscore. Who not? Yeah. 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 I can't remember. I can't remember that. I don't want to mess it up. All right. Uh, so we guys, make sure you guys check us out. Uh, listen, and you know, let us know what your thoughts in the comments. We'll see you later. All right. Bye.